Listener Production. Unlike a triple shot, half sweet, almond milk, cold pressed caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated. But they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Matthew, do you pick up private numbers? Um, I'm No, I'm not scared of private numbers. I don't have that much debt. No. <laughs> like I've got a, I've got a fair whack of money owing, but uh, you know it's uh, it's 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 stuff I can cover. The kneecaps will remain <laughs> yeah, intact yeah, for, a, for, for at least a little <laughs> while. All right, because um, I don't so private numbers. I don't mind picking up private numbers. You know what I'm not what? picking up? A, a couple of calls I've got recently, which are you can see the number, but the number is exactly my number. It like except. For like the last yes. two digits. What's going on here? I got one the other day. I don't know what's going on, but I didn't pick it up to to investigate. Maybe it could be someone really great just trying to call up, being like, "Hey, you know, let's be friends." But instead, you just think scam, scammers. Yeah, because the last two digits of my number are one nine, but this number calls exactly my number, the whole thing, except the next last two are Ooh. five two. Oh, they're definitely trying to scam you. And what are the last two digits of your PIN? <laughs> or your CCB. Yeah, what are your last two digits of your of your credit card? Just out of interest. I mean, you don't want to get scammed. Hey, look, we're not going to scam you. We are 100% verified professional podcasters mm. here for you on this fantastic Friday. So please sit back and join us. We're going to be diving into the mailbag as we always do on a Friday. But also, I mean, speaking of calls, you, you get them from other countries. But I found out something, Alex Dyson. Uh, something that we all know and love very well is absolutely huge in another country that I had no idea. Blew my mind. We're also going to be talking about a brand new social media app that is taking the world by absolute storm. Will we get on board? Uh, I don't know. You tell us. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's dive right in. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, you and I have been in this business for quite a while, and um, you know they say don't meet your heroes. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that. Anyone you've been particularly disappointed by? Um, n- no, no, not not disappointed by. But you know what often happens is in your head, Chris Rock. <laughs> hey, that was a hype. That's still a career highlight. Getting burned <laughs> by one of the best. Come on. <laughs> People, I don't understand. It it hurts so good. <laughs> people, people, seriously. Like Dave Hughes came up to me at the gala, right, and was like, mate, yeah. what Chris Rock did to you was no good. I'm like, what are you talking Mate, if, let's imagine, because he made the Jordan, Michael Jordan comparison, right? He's like, yeah, I don't tell Michael yeah. Jordan I'm great at basketball, but if I did mm. and Michael Jordan was like, all right, let's go, and then dunked on me, I'd be yeah. like, I had Jordan's nuts in my face, man. Like, he fully <laughs> dunked so hard, his legs are around my shoulders, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, but the point is, yes, you can say, oh, you know, you don't want to meet your heroes because sometimes they can be disappointing. What usually happens is you think in your head, you've connected with all of their work, you think we're going to have some deep spiritual connection in real life, and the ultimate, ultimately they just don't care. They're, just, they're like, yeah, whatever, yep. i got stuff to do. Um, Yep. You know, uh, I think I said a couple of months ago of the time when I, you know, I'm a huge Childish Gambino fan and oh, yeah. I saw him step out of the uh, radio tent after he'd been interviewed by some other, you know, uh, hosts on Triple J. Well, we interviewed him one time in the tent, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. So he knew, he knew, he knew me through, we've interviewed him a couple of times, like a version of everything. He steps yep. out of the tent, 
It's nighttime at Splendor. He's looking at his phone. You've caught up multiple he's times. He's thinking. He's in his head. I could see him thinking, oh, what am I going to go do now? What do I need to do? I see him. I think, oh, this could be the moment where I'm about to go and hang with childish Gambino. And he's yeah. sitting there tapping away into his phone. Then he looks up and sees me, obviously yep. just like standing, <laughs> staring at him like wide-eyed, like some sort yeah. of kid at a candy shop. About to pounce. Yeah. So <laughs> do, you, does, do you have forward momentum? Have you started walking to, towards him? Bro, have you started he, a beeline? Even a C-line? Have you started? He, he couldn't have. He was like when the roadrunner is trying to get away from, <laughs> like his legs like spun in the air before he just like <laughs> zoomed away. Like it was, he could Matt not have avoided to, me. Matt goes to follow him down the tunnel, but it hits it. It's just painted on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, so anyways, look, and I don't begrudge him for it. Of course, I wouldn't want to hang out with me if I was him. Honestly, why would I lower myself to that level? Um, but, well, who knows? Maybe you'll see him at the, um, is he going to come see the Boilermakers set this weekend? Oh, I don't know. Childish, if you're listening, uh, Donald, please come along. Mm. Don't Still don't know the time. <laughs> Saturday night though, definitely. So yep. get a tent, stay there. Um, on the opposite side of things, every now and then you meet people mm -hmm. and you go, Oh, I completely understand why you are massive, you mm -hmm. know? And it, it's it's generally a vibe. They're just nice people, incredibly good at what they do, you know? Right. And one of those people is Guy Sebastian, right? You know? Because I was a little bit too cool for Guy when I was in school. I mean, the guy's been around for a long time. 2003 was the first song. Is that when Angels brought me here? Exactly. And also mm. I'm still a little bit salty that he beat me in Australian Idol. That was the year that I auditioned. <laughs> well, now. You did make it through to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane. I was in the in the Suncorp Piazza change rooms singing a whole new world to three just assistant producers. Anyways. You didn't even get to meet Marsha and Dicko? Of course I didn't, mate. No way would they let me go through. Well, on the plus side, you weren't bad enough to be publicly ridiculed. <laughs> yeah, so so anyways, guy Sebastian, he comes in Triple J, does his like a version, just amazing voice. Yeah. It is. So anyways, I'm writing the script at the moment and uh, it calls for a Guy Sebastian reference. Okay. So we have to play a Guy Sebastian song in a certain scene and I'm thinking, I wonder which Guy Sebastian song, right? Okay. So I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, yeah, who's that girl? Okay. It's a pretty Walk, popular one. It's in a bit poppy. Yeah, yep. exactly. So I go onto it on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. And what I didn't realize, okay, this is, this is the first comment one year ago. We can't deny the fact that this one was the most iconic song in the Philippines, 1990 to 2000. Then something is written in, in Filipino. I'm like, oh, okay, someone must have liked it in the Philippines. Uh, then the next comment, this song is still popular in the Philippines up until now. Then another comment is in Filipino. Then another comment, just wondering if Guy knew that this song is very popular in the Philippines. This song is a masterpiece for every 90s and early 20s kids in the Philippines. What? Then another comment, this song deserves more. It's never getting old here in the Philippines. <laughs> and then another comment, every Filipino's childhood song. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Another comment, this song brings me back to my childhood. I was only grade five when this song became a hit in the Philippines. There's so many comments written in the Philippines. They're, they're like, someone said, they said Guy Sebastian is underrated, but here in the Philippines, it's different. What is going on? Are you on? telling me that Guy Sebastian... Is a thriller in Manila? Are you telling me that this man 
has taken over the island nation of the Philippines. This guy is to the Philippines what David Hasselhoff is to Germany. Like he, he <laughs> it is incredible. I had wow. no, but I had no idea. And it's it's just like this song must have just done something to those people. You know, like it must have just just stuck with them. That's incredible. Wow. Um, does because uh, we've interviewed Guy a couple of times on this show. It just, I'm not sure if he knows about it. Does he would he he'd know about it? Well, he'd certainly know about it, but I don't know. I mean, it's not something he's bragging about, which. Tell you what, if I was number one in the Philippines, <laughs> you'd, be hearing, you'd be hearing about it. <laughs> you'd be hearing about it. Well, tell you what, I think you'd know about it once that Filipino peso starts rolling into the bank account, <laughs> which is the national currency of the Philippines. Um, so uh, we asked you on our Instagram at matt.n.alex what's surprisingly popular in other countries. Um, Hayden said gun violence. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> that's Hayden. Come Hayden. On. <laughs> Matt said, Fosters in England, they drink, they think we drink it all the time. That is Mate, true. You, you can barely find a Fosters in Australia. You Like, it's so difficult to find it. I quite like it. But mm. also, in India, Fosters, huge. Really? Right? Yeah. Don't, you so don't expect weird. that, but it's absolutely huge. It's like um, Outback Steakhouse with the bloom and onion, but it was just made by some people as some sort of parody of Australia. They think we... <laughs> Think we all eat blooming under onions. Um, Lillian said they love toast in Singapore. Just toast, lots of toast cafes. And Samantha says, I don't know if it's surprising, but it was to me. There's a massive Milo obsession in Malaysia. Yes, they always like every restaurant serves Milo. Restaurants. Yeah, seriously. You go to a restaurant and have a Milo with milk. Absolutely. So many restaurants restaurants in Australia. No. No, I'd love a Milo. That's so weird. Why am I getting a soy latte when I could be having a nice, buddy, you know, three teaspooner of Milo? I tell you what, I would love for it to be socially acceptable <laughs> to ask someone out for a date at a cafe. It's like, hey, do you want to go grab a grab a Milo? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, as far as the uh, the top the top ten all day breakfasts listeners go, biggest in Australia. Unsurprisingly, um, United Kingdom coming into sure. spot number two. United States of America next. New Zealand, sure. Then start guessing, Matt. Surprise me, mate. Surprise me. Where where are we going next? Um, Canada. Okay. Yep. Again, no, this isn't surprising. Germany, the first mm, non-Anglo speaking yeah, we're country. So, we're starting. We're starting to get a little bit surprising. And Sweden. Oh, okay. Didn't expect to know, have a Swedish fan base. Then the Netherlands. Okay. Um, probably after my TikTok blew up, two million views of one of my last trip to the <laughs> Netherlands. Probably got some fans. Big hello to you joining us from there. Um, France is next, and then Switzerland. It's not Philippines, though, is it? I mean, it's not really that surprising. Um, and the 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 most obscure one, and this is and this is only in the last um, like thirty days, I can say. So mm. it could be different for it. But the the bottom five are. Brazil, Finland, Monaco, Myanmar, and Pakistan. So hello to our listeners joining us from there. Wouldn't say we're big. There was one in each. So (laughs) (laughs) not quite just just spamming the YouTube comments going, whoa, thank you for Myanmar. Mate, it was probably a single backpacker just going through the... (laughs) All of those countries <laughs> on some big around-the-world trip. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, wherever you're listening to it from, thank you so much for joining us. Get on with the show. 
love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Alex Dyson, have you heard of Be Real? I have actually, surprisingly. Someone told me about this new app called Be Real the other day. Now, I feel like we're on the brink of a new social media. Come on, be real. Or is it your be real, as in like your, your backup real? No. Like instead of the no. A real, it's the be real. No, no, no. It's B E space real or B B E, then capital R E A L, right? Um, and the whole point of it is for people to be real. Now, I, you and I are very competitive on the apps, Daiso, and, <laughs> We've you been know. waging war uh, for many years on follow account. And look, we've always been a little bit late to the party. I mean, Instagram, I only joined in 2014 and it had been around for a few years by that stage. TikTok, I'm only just starting to get on board and it's, mm. it's I'm, you know, lagging behind. So I'm thinking, what's the next social media thing gonna be i remember when snapchat came out and it's like oh my god this is dangerous stuff is this even going to be popular boom massive again yeah exactly well be real basically what it is okay you get a notification on be real you don't know when they're going to notify you they just notify you and the app notifying you not your friends no it's your something and uh and it says you know you've got two minutes to take a photo of what you're up to that's it all right (laughs) So you have to just take the photo. You can't, you can't get on the, you know, f- pour your juice that's in a glass into some sort of fancy jar with a sprig of mint, suddenly wade <laughs> halfway into the ocean, you know, and just say, oh, happen to be, you know, another day at work. Yeah. You just got to take the photo when they give you the notification. So if it's 8 o'clock in the morning and you're in bed and you're watching something on your laptop, well, guess what? Oh, that's man. when if you want to share, that's what you got to do. And here's the other thing that I find interesting. It gives you the notification. And then it opens up your front camera and your reverse camera. Oh. It shows you where you are, everything. Like it's both directions. You can't hide. Where you are and what you look like while you're looking at the where you are. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, my God. There's going to be some unspeakable evils coming yeah, through the app. Yeah, and so um, you can choose to just share it with your friends, which you can obviously, you know, become yeah. friends with on people, or you can go – public with it okay so you can have a public profile and post it publicly and then people can see it on the sort of discovery tab but i don't know how do you feel about it Dyson? <laughs> well yeah it's interesting because there is this um and i've i've haven't been immune to feeling the pressure once you do get more followers feeling the pressure to make every single piece of content you know quite good or exciting or funny or this rather than what i actually do more often than not some cheddar shapes on the couch with some sport play, <laughs> you know, and doing that every day to me wouldn't seem conducive to growing a following. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're coming through it from another angle, maybe, Dyson. Mm. You know, we've got, you know, we're, 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 you know, in the media. So there's a sort of, there's a brand and all that boring ridiculousness <laughs> that goes yeah. along with it. But, you know, as a social media thing, when we're just talking about actually following it with friends, I could I could sort of see this getting on board because there's oftentimes when, you know, you slide into the 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 you know the the group friends chat and just like, oi, what's everyone up to today? I mm. just want to know. Mm. I'm just for, I just want to feel connected. And then people sort of send photos, hey, we're at the beach or we're, you know, mm. doing this, cleaning the house. You know, it's like you're I, like, okay. I do I like that know. slide towards authenticity. Like if you were doing about what's happening right now. Like I'm sitting at my desk at home broadcasting a bat 
with Matt. Um, I got a little ring light held up by some blue tack in front of me. Um, I got a Western Australian drink bottle on the my left from the side I went there. I've just got loads of secondhand furniture from Facebook Marketplace just creeping towards me from the walls of this office. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, you know, you just, you never know. The, the, the other, there's a few questions though, Alex Dyson. I mean, there's things that, there's things that some critics have sort of said mm. this is not the solution because, for instance, uh, 9 to 5 Mac, some uh, website regarding electronic sort of uh, news said, this is supposed to get rid of the fakeness of a lot of other mm. um, social media things, but it allows you to take unlimited retakes within that two minutes. And the critic on this particular site says, you know, maybe you should be allowed one or two, but if you're really going to be real, should it not be like the old disposable camera vibes where you just hit click, (laughs) blurry eyed, red eyes poking all over the place. You just got to go, well, that's what we got. An embarrassing amount of, of pics for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. Should we sign up, Dyson? Do you think you'll sign up? Um. Should we? Would would people would people jump on it like with a with a public little be real? I'm not thinking about together. No, I'm thinking about war. You know, state against state, mate versus mate. Uh, you know, do we individually? Right, well, let's do it. We'll so I've I've got enough rubbish on my phone. I may as well do this. I've sort of really stopped doing the Wordle, and I've sort of com- compared this dailiness of it to to Wordle. So maybe I'll just replace Wordle with this thing. Sounds good. Let's give it a shot. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try and find my thing now. At oh, should I be A E Dyson again, or should I just try and get an Alex Dyson for once? <laughs> um. All right. Here we oh, go. Top free apps. Be real at the top of the top free apps, and then my gov ID and Australian Taxation Office. <laughs> all right. Here we go. I'm. I'm doing my first. Be real. I got two minutes. Alex Dyson. Oh, when's my birthday? Righto, here it, it begins. Oh, you know what I'm finding as well? As it's counting down for every second, it's like my phone is like clicking. Like I can feel it in my fingers. Oh, it's, right. It really adds a sense of like urgency. If anyone wants to take the adventure with us, it's Alex Dyson. It's Matt O'Kine on the app Be Real, B-E-R-E-A-L. Just dump that in my social network folder on my front page of my phone <laughs> alongside the other rubbish. Oh, this is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Fit check. Well, we've got that Friday feeling here at all day breakfast. And when we do that, Matt, we like to have a little rifle through the mailbag and get to a bit of the correspondence with you that we haven't been able to slip in during the week. What's, uh, what's in the Hessian sack, my boy? Well, uh, Meg got in touch with us and said, uh, with regards to left-handed objects during Riddle Week, Meg said, I accidentally bought a left-handed cheese knife set at 50% off. I didn't, oh, think, think, I didn't think there would be a difference, but it was the worst decision I've ever made. So what's the difference between a right-handed cheese knife and a left-handed cheese knife? Okay, so let's imagine you've got, you're holding, let's say, let's say it's a loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. You're holding the bread, your knife is pointing down, and the serrated angle bit is on uh. the outside, right? So it ends up so you're ending you're ending up guiding your knife out sort of outwards instead of 
inwards or the other way around, vice versa. Either way, it's the way that the knife naturally starts cutting through things. It's really difficult if you're not used to it. So I'm on your side, Meg. Thank you. Uh, we also love hearing your voice on our podcast here on All Day Breakfast. Be a big part of the show and uh, send them through if you like. Uh, Matthew has done so. He's made a bit of an observation while listening to the show. Hey, Matt and Alex. Just got a question for a certain Matthew Crumbo-Kine. How long can someone hold a grudge for? The reason why I ask is I believe I've figured out why Matt has a lifelong feud with taxi drivers. Last week on Riddle Week, after the first day, after Bron's test riddle, which was a map, a certain Matt O'Kine, back in his teen crumb years, was upset that he had to help taxi drivers back in the day read the maps. In his words, it was like the self-serve checkout. So I believe that this grudge has started from back when he was a teen crumb to now an adult crumb. So uh, what's the go, crumb O'Kine? <laughs> Back when I was the old starter on the sourdough loaf. Um, no, no, look, mate, I liked being a part of that journey, you know, mm. with the taxi drivers. So, no, no beef there. I'll tell you where it all kicked off, and that was when I started learning what the tariffs meant. <laughs> as soon as I learned about the tariffs, oh, boy. He found out he was being changed. taken for more than one ride that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, I can tell you when it all kicked off. Uh, we've also got a, uh, a message from Joshua uh, off the back of our conversation the other day of when has Bluetooth dogged you. Hey, guys, Josh from Perth here. I've got a funny story about a mate of mine who got stitched up like Bluetooth. So he took a he took a girl home one night and he, um, he couldn't pronounce her name properly. So he was playing music out in the living room with her and then having a drink and he was like, I'll just sneak off to the bathroom and, and type it into Google Translate and just see what it says. So he could pronounce it. He goes to the bathroom and forgets his Bluetooth is on uh, with music. So he types it in and he can't hear anything. So he's like, fuck, what's going on? So he turns it up full blast and um, keeps pronouncing it over and over again and then remembers that his phone's hooked up to the Bluetooth. So it'd be right next to her saying her name over and over again. <laughs> Stitch up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh. Thank you very much for that, Josh. That was, uh, that oh, was very, Joshua. very funny <laughs> We don't need uh, Google to know your name. What I believe up. we've mastered it already. Very, very funny. Hey, uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, all week. Uh, it's great to be back doing our regular full-length episodes. We always love hearing from you, so please keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex. Yeah, make sure you're pumping all day breakfast through the Bluetooth speakers wherever you are because we're going to be back with you with another episode on Monday. Until then, enjoy your weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.